0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Halim, and we are back with another amazing episode of Star of Talk. I always say amazing because I handpick the individuals that come over here and talk to me. And they got to be amazing in order for me to talk to them. And so this young lady is no exception. I got to give her her props and her flowers because she gave me an opportunity to have a discussion with her and all to find out that she's knocking out the park her damn self. So I said, look... I got to come on over here and get home and have this conversation. But y'all know what we do with Starve Talk. Starve Talk is, is more than just a podcast. It's more than people just talking and running their mouth. The acronym for Starve is stand tall and reclaim victory every day. And so for people who don't know that, you know, you have to have that type of story to be on this podcast. It's not about how much money you're making. It's not about, you know, what you put on social media and how it looks. I need to have my people to to meet individuals, to be introduced to individuals that understand what it means to stand tall and reclaim victory every day. What have you been through? Have you been something, been through something? Are you willing to talk about what you've been through? Are you willing to uplift somebody? I believe this young lady is. So without further ado, Sabrina, what's good with you?
1: No, what's up, Jay Halene? How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, of course, of course. So I want you you can do it better than anybody else to introduce yourself and tell people what you do you run down your whole layout you know before we get into wow. this amazing conversation
1: let me clear my throat a little bit yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like the Asian okay, Thor, so. you gotta you gotta take it all in all right.
1: well since you yeah. asked i'm sabrina uh, I'm the founder of Women With Purpose Tour. Um, it's an empowerment tour for women entrepreneurs. Um, and we just recently established our brother company to that, the Men With Purpose Tour. Um, also, am a photographer. That's kind of how everything started is under photography. Um, so I'm a photographer and I specialize in boudoir photography. And I'm a boudoir model as well. I do boudoir photography. Um, I'm, also, I'm also a podcast host like you, you know, uh, Hidden Images podcast um, that airs on Next Level Internet Radio Station every Monday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Um, I'm about to actually kick off another segment, um, Hidden Images 2.0, where it's kind of um, just a little more personal, raunchy, maybe a little cussing here and there involved, just people just being more themselves versus my Monday podcast where we're just strictly talking about business. Um, So with that, it's just so many things have just transpired since I've started my brand from the entrepreneurs that I've met, um, like yourself, being able to connect from Texas to Vegas, like that's something to me. So um, even now, like one of the entrepreneurs that I'm connected to is Tony Hills. He's one of the Super Bowl champions um, and he's won won a Super Bowl with, I think, was the Steelers, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, just being able to just be connected with big name people now. Uh
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch out. And then she started in Texas, so she's a Dallas fan hanging with the Steelers people, so, you know... (laughs) <laughs> and I love there.
1: my cowboys too. Uh-huh. I love my cowboys. I love all things Texas. I when really
0: gotta be okay with you know what she's doing, y'all. If I let a cowboy fan on here, I like yeah. I really gotta Yo be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I you know I, I I think that you're you're doing some amazing work, and I just like the hustle. I like the grind. You know I, where where were you? You know, when it was when you made the decision to go ahead and start, what what, what mindset was you in, and and where were you at in life when you decided to start your own business?
1: Uh, like a lot of us, like in the pandemic, like I literally started in the middle of the pandemic. Um, I wasn't laid off at that time, but hours were reduced, money just wasn't coming in, and it just when the world stopped, and certain things kept going. You just look at the entrepreneurs, most of the entrepreneurs were the ones who kept going besides truckers and things like that. Um, But it really just opened my eyes to, I could be laid off any day. Half of America got laid off, literally. Mm -hmm. Everything shut down. I could be laid off any time and it's happened. So um, I just decided to start my own business That's why I bought the camera, started with just doing photography, of course, with friends and family. And um, then for there, it just became, OK, what if I can start helping brands promote their brands? What if I give them headshots, do product photography? Then I started like the magazine because the magazine came before the podcast. Mm. Um, I was doing interviews and then launching articles online and just, you know, trying to help entrepreneurs get their brands out there. And then from there, it's just like, let me start a podcast. And so the podcast is kind of a spinoff to actually me just interviewing entrepreneurs and interviewing them and putting it online like an article form so um, yeah it was just a pandemic like just trying to create a lay for myself and just create revenue and just have it come in
0: you know it's funny because um, I shared with you before after we um, did an interview about me, my journey as a photographer so was, you got a special place in your heart and yeah. my heart for you with that because as black people we don't respect the camera like we should yeah, I I don't I I know I didn't even even becoming a photographer, a extremely successful a successful photographer. Mm-hmm. I did not appreciate it. I actually sold my camera. <laughs> um, yeah, but I no, I mean you no, know, I sold it. This was years ago. I mean, I'm not doing that now. But I sold it when I first got started, more than ten years ago. Um, because I needed the money, and I'm a yeah. like, two thousand dollar camera. I'm like, look, I need that. I wish I might be sitting here with a camera, and I need this money to pay bills. But my minister, the minister that I was under at the time, he gave it back to me. Mm. And so that, that was for me to take it seriously, because I sold it to him and he gave it back to me, told me he didn't need the money. He just wanted me, you know, God, he said his words was God said for you to use it. Wow. And you know, I never, I never wanted to take no photos of nobody ever, like besides my daughter, that's the reason why I got into it. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it changed my life and it opened doors for me that I thought that I was cool enough to walk in myself. But, you know, it was really the camera. And, um, you know, so what was your journey like when you first stepped out there? Because for me, it was always the, oh, you are you just a photographer? Until I got to a certain level where you couldn't deny me.
1: Oh, honestly, like it's for me, like I'm just so confident. I'm just so easy to talk to people for me. It's just it's just easy for me to break the ice. So, you know, I just stepped out there with confidence, you
0: mm-hmm. know,
1: I am a boudoir photographer. Like, that's how I introduce myself to people now. I that's am a crazy. podcast host. Like, this this is me. So I just kind of, like, make it a part of my lingo, my lifestyle, my everything. Like, this is who I am. So you just have to respect me for it because that's, that's the woman and that's the brand owner I'm building myself up to be.
0: You started out with boudoir or you just was shooting whatever, whoever's going to stand still long enough to pay
1: you? I started out kind of like both like in the okay. beginning I it was it was both because I wanted to find a different niche yeah I wanted to make sure I, I found like my niche early
0: yeah. I like that yeah because yeah. it took me a couple years to find my niche it took me until I about two years in and I shot a, a law firm and I was like oh this is wow easy I said hi right, I'm doing this now because <laughs> I was rolling over in the dirt you know at the park at the baby parties and everything else <laughs> i like, this is old. I can't do this.
1: <laughs> but I yeah. like photographing events because you really don't have to edit them.
0: It's just, yeah. getting... it's just the ones you do though. You know what I'm saying? Like, the last right. photo shoot, the uh, last event I did was a $6,000 event. You know, two, three days, well, like four hours a day. Like, yeah, that was cool, but these birthday parties and you know, <laughs> and all that stuff. I mean, I've done funerals. <laughs> like, ooh, ooh, so, ooh, I, I it, it ain't too much that I haven't done. So, <laughs> no, I, 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 I love the events. I love events. I love corporate, you know, all that stuff I've, I've done yeah. forensic, I've done everything. So, um, but I, you know, I, I stopped at, at commercial and, you know, work with the, the big brands, but I, I I love the the story, especially the part about the boudoir knowing going in because, and one thing I'll tell you, and this is no, no um shade, but women do have a better route with photography than men do. And I'll tell you why, because most women spend money on on photography, not dudes. Right. And yeah. so when you talk about women taking their clothes off or getting a little racy, it's a whole lot easier for them to do it with a female yeah. than it is yeah. for a do it with a male. Do You agree with that? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I get that all the time from women that have reached out just to ask questions from clients, friends like they would rather have a woman shoot them than a man.
0: Yeah, so that's that's a that's a um that's a little bit of a thing that because I, I was interested in that that way, but it just was like eh, it, it wasn't turning yeah. over at all. And I know another young lady that's literally doing two three hundred thousand dollars a year, um, doing your 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 um your niche, you know, exactly. um, in Carolina. The
1: average woman who understands like there's a difference. The woman who understands what a boudoir session is and what it all entails the average woman will come out spending around four grand yeah after she's finished after the whole setup the makeup the hair the attire the pictures maybe the added on accessories because she's probably going to get some prints not just the digitals Mm because a lot of boudoir photographers to the way to capitalize is to sell prints only don't sell them the digitals yeah. sell them prints
0: only and it just forces them to, to buy those prints but yeah the actual, yeah. The, actual product, the actual
1: mm-hmm.
0: product right so, so you know we talked a little bit off camera before and we was talking about you know you 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 was um in your process you going through your process building your business yeah. building your brand but it wasn't it's, it's not easy you're in it now it wasn't easy in the beginning it's not easy now so let's talk right. about that process because people need to know Cause all right. you see, I, I engaged a guy on Instagram this morning, literally, cause he put up something about how to be a, um, a sports agent. And he started talking about how much the top 10 agents make. And I said, look, dude, you know, that's like the lottery ticket. I said, are you right. going to talk about the the majority of how much agents right. make, And you know, the, 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 um, the process to become a successful agent. Cause right. to me, of course it's success if you're in the top 10, but that's, a lottery like what's the success like making six figures doing it paying your bills what how can you get it to a person can pay their bills being an agent you know what i'm saying let's talk about so a lot of people just give you that home run what what is you know i wanted i want people to know like what has been the struggle what has been the challenge what is the challenge you know with you um being an entrepreneur being a woman you know doing something that other people are not doing all that stuff
1: Oh Well, you know, one of the biggest challenges is like, you know, a lot of people that are entrepreneurs, um, a lot of them fail um, to me, in my opinion, because they just don't have things aligned up. And so for me, there was a point in time and there's still a point, not that I'm failing, but my personal life is not aligning with my business life. So right now I'm like, going through this nasty divorce with my husband and it's just really been really hard like the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with in life on top of trying to build a brand stay positive stay motivated be this inspiration to women and I'm just at home just like screaming crying kicking myself like literally going through it for this last year, because we've been separated now for a, about a year, okay. And even before that, it was tough because you know before you separate, things are, are rocky. Then, so um there are times like even like with our Dallas event that we had last year, February the twelfth. You know, just threatening me like, if you don't shut up, or if you don't do this, if you don't do that, I'm not gonna take you to your event. We lived an hour away from Dallas, you know. That's why it's hard to be a woman sometimes, to be a wife, because I followed him. I allowed him to lead me as my husband. And honestly, like he led us like into disaster. And as a woman and my message to women out there and moving forward, my message will be we as women, we got to have our ish together, too. We can't just come into relationships and start dating men and, and come into marriages and come into any type of unionship with anybody expecting that other person to have it all. So I take accountability too, you know, and that's something that's a process that I'm learning uh, on my personal journey, you know, as I take accountability and I say to myself now, like, okay, well, what if I hadn't to come to the table with a bag, you know, in my account? What if I had to come to the table with investments already? What if I had already, as a woman, as a person, as we all should, you know? But.
0: I love that so, part that you said, as a person.
1: Yeah. Oh, I yeah. literally
0: just did a video about that. You know, um, I just hate the war between men and women that's going on Oh, right me too.
1: Especially uh, I, black I men and women. Talk
0: about that. Like I, I, I really hate it. Yeah. Because, you know, we all do shit, like all of us right. you know what I'm saying like as as much like like it's no nobody's better than the other
1: yeah, you know now, if, now as
0: men and as a man I will say you know it's it is a um we all have our stigmas women have stigmas we have our stigmas so like you know when we talk about we supposed to come with the bag now that's not true yeah. everybody don't show up with the bag Right, but it's 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 to the majority. It's expected you have to show up with the bag. You have young right. sisters talking about all I want is a man with six figures. I'm sorry, sister, mm-hmm. you be A lot of people not making six figures, right? You know and that's just not what it is. That's not realistic. Mm-hmm. And so if everybody going after him, you know what I mean? Then y'all gonna have somebody gonna be sharing something because it ain't a lot, you know right. what I mean? It's already three to four to one, and then we start thinking about the LGBTQ community. Then now you might then that number kind of gets a little you know stretched out a little bit more. So who you want that's not realistic. And then the expectations that come with that, you know, like even if y'all aren't coming with mm-hmm. the bag, you know what I'm saying? Like, or you are you you messing up the bag, you can't talk about that because as a man, it's like it don't matter what she doing. You still supposed to perform. You still supposed to produce. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that that's a that's an issue. And yes, I always say, we've messed up with, you know, protecting women. You know I mean? Especially yeah. our sisters. Like, we don't protect y'all. We haven't done it for years. And we, you know, we've, we've dropped the ball on that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I believe that it needs to be some conversation happening as far as, like, together, not just in silos, the female silos, the male silos, talking about yeah. who's doing wrong to who. Because today's world, yeah. I, I don't know how old you are, but 96. I know. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know you're old enough to know like it was a time where it it wasn't as bad as it is now like the females are just as out there as we were back in the day like Mm -hmm. it it blows my mind i'm like no are you serious and you know it's like delusional everybody looking like the evidence is right there but nobody want to talk about that so i love what you said because i say it's human it's it's Right, all doing something, we doing something, so people need to do, and like you said, right. people need to come to a relationship 100. You no, know I'm saying not mm-hmm. men or women, both need to come 100 because this is what I'm saying. Right. If you Meet a, a grown man and, and you meet a grown woman, both of y'all should be in a position to take care of yourselves, exactly. I agree. And when like, we met, like, both For aren't. you take care of me. Mm-hmm. I got a daughter, and I, that's what I'm telling yeah. her. Like, I'm not worried about what no little joker got for her because. She's going to be able to take care of herself. His only qu- criteria is that he should be able to take care of him. Right. And then you, he can treat you well, be a friend, be a companion to you. But he needs to be able to take care of himself. I'm not saying if you got a Mercedes, he has to have a Mercedes. But he needs to have a car right. so that exactly. he can get around. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He need to have his own place. You might have a house. He might have an apartment. That's fine. But he need to have something of his own for him. That's right. it. Not for you for him. And same yep. thing for the sister. Like, you can't be 35 and like, yo, I ain't got a place and then you, you saying what a man need to have? Like, no. Right. That's like, true. You gotta have it too. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, if you mm-hmm. want your nails and toes done, you should have been getting your nails and toes done when that brother met you because that's what right. makes it special. It makes it special for him to keep up what you've already set. It's mm-hmm. not special if he's upgrading you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, all right, well, you never got your toes and nails done. After a while, like, anything you're teaching somebody, te- class is supposed to end. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, when you're teaching somebody something all the time, that portion is supposed to end. So, okay, I'll teach you how to dress yourself. So, either you're going to get tired of him with that, or he's going to get tired of you doing that. I need somebody. I don't have to keep teaching stuff. It's time when you're in a relationship. It's like, now we got to learn some stuff together. Ooh. So, like, I love what you were saying about that because you're being very diplomatic. And I appreciate that as a woman being able to be grown and diplomatic in that space because it causes so much negativity within us. And I believe we need each other in order for us to continue to go where we're trying to go in this world. And the more stuff, negativity that's coming out, we're just going further and further apart. So, again, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a learning process. I learned a lot about myself, you know, during that marriage, during the marriage, because we're still legally married, you know, we're still battling this stuff out now. So yeah, I learned a lot about myself. So that's one of the things I learned is now get out here and get financially stable, build a brand, build yourself up. And then when you get to a place So where you're living the lifestyle that you want to live, the man that you're seeking or not necessarily seeking, but that man will gravitate to you because he's going to be in that same lifestyle and in that same realm. And y'all going to be probably in the same business meetings together. So it's just right now, it's just like, focus on me.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, again, um, and I'm going to get to the business portion of it, but I want to, I want to be encouraging to you. Like, he don't have to be in the same realm as you. Like he just got to treat you right though. Yo. He just got to be down for you. He got to look at you and see the future in your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we got to stop thinking that that like, just think about it. I'm a brother. A brothers don't like, we're not saying we looking for the woman in the realm. She can just look good and be walking down the street and we pick up and put it in the Mercedes and she, and, and that's that. And, I'm, and we don't question that part. And I still wouldn't question it because I want to hit where your mind is at. Like, yeah. where are you? Because we don't know what people's circumstances are. We don't know why this person is being held back. You know, you can find out soon enough, but you don't know why, they're, they're, you know. And then you also got to know what you need out of a person, not just a man, but out of a person. You know what I mean? Like, Well,
1: in- I guess what I mean, like, it, it just kind of goes deeper than that because, like, there's certain, like,
0: activities, things I like to do,
1: you know, like you have to be compatible, and you know, in certain. Not, that doesn't make somebody yeah. incompatible
0: because, again, that's why I want it to be even. Because, again, us brothers are got the bag, right now. I'm, I'm a, I'm a gentleman of means, right? So if I'm going out, I don't like. I, I mean, I still eat places, but a date to me is not Applebee's no more. Like back in the day, that was. Yeah. Applebee's. But like, if that was what I was doing at this point, it wouldn't be that. It's a three, $400 meal. We going out. Like, so if you don't need nothing for me to do that, because that's what I do. It don't have nothing to do with you. It's, it's who I choose to bring with me. You know what I'm saying? And this is, it, it needs to be the same thing. Like if, if you're doing that, that's what you're doing. Now you choosing him as company, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not a, okay, he's eating off you because, Men ain't sitting out here doing food scams. Women are. Like, I'm gonna find out who's who gonna take me out for the next five days. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's real people out here doing the dine and dash situation. Chicks is like, yo, yeah, he like me. He been asking me to take him out, take him out a date, go get some food, and then bounce, you know what I'm saying? And then do that with three other dudes that week. Dudes ain't really doing that. And they are, man, they, they need they need their behind whip, like for real. So at the end I of the day, I think they're
1: doing it on another level. They, no, they, I, no,
0: you got no, you got the cats that's 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 you know, um, screwing their heart out to get a place to live. Now, I know that that's why I was just gonna say they stand
1: well, with them, keep, <laughs> it,
0: yeah, keep it all well, yeah, keep all but what but when but, but keeping it all the way serious, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna say keep like, it all the way serious. we playing with that situation because you get caught up that way, see, yeah, you don't get I caught up like with no dinner.
1: Scammed me to get this house.
0: <laughs> See, but look, but look, it ain't really no scam because of your paperwork, you got paperwork involved. You know, what yeah. you? So, sometimes you, look, you sitting there thinking it was supposed to be just that and then now you can't leave. Yeah. Because it didn't got yeah. good to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot more on the line. And we stupid like that. You know what I'm saying? Because we put it all on the line from the door. Y'all just putting the dinner and a little conversation on the line. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is like, I want my sisters, I want people don't set your standard on other people. If you like eating seafood and lobster and shrimp all the time, go eat lobster and shrimp. Right. You know, nothing to do with that brother. If you choose to have that brother come in and how you how you work that out is if he come and he's offering to pay or he's offering to contribute, all right, then that's that's a good thing. That's a good sign. Is he supposed to sit there and not eat then. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't he, like seafood. no, no, no. He should eat like and he should be willing to pay for his food. Like everybody supposed to come prepared. For whatever. And then ha- that's how you start to get the right yeah. actions. You know what I'm saying? Like if you come to the table and you say, look, you talk to the brother because you got trust me, I'm a brother. I'll tell you, I've seen dudes. I know that would decline going with you to Philippe child. If they can't afford <laughs> Philippe child. You know what mm. I'm saying? So, but you going tell something about you if you ain't de- if it ain't dependent upon him. Yeah, you saying I'm going to Philippe because I eat at Philippe. You know what I'm saying? I'm going. I'm taking this trip to Vegas because I'm going to Vegas, not because you taking me to Vegas. Now, if even he gonna get it, get right and gonna get on the plane with you, get a ticket. Or he going to be like, nah, I got I to got pass on that one. And you probably won't hear from him. And that's okay. But don't be frightened. But just, you know, you doing what you do. Be you. A lot of women put themselves in that situation because they're in the space like, I'm going to let him dictate my my appetite. I'm going to let him dictate oh, yeah. how I travel. Now, he ain't saying this is what you're going to do. You're waiting on him to decide if that's what the type of stuff he likes to do. And then what he likes to do is what you like to do. No, establish who you are for you. So you in that space right now, you go get massages every week. Then it shouldn't change when the brother get there. And and neither way, up or down, you should get it every week. You shouldn't be trying to get it three times a week because you're trying to spend his money. And you shouldn't get it. You shouldn't (laughs) stop getting it because he came. You should still be you no matter who you encounter because we all got to get entangled with each other. And if you're faking, or you're putting on, you can never meet the person. Then once everybody get comfortable and they get off their game, that's where it's like, oh, I don't really rock with her like that because you ain't getting your hand nails done no more. I thought you was getting your hand. You That yeah. was what you had yeah. to do. But when I got laid off the job, now you're not going to get your hand nails done no more. You don't want to look good no more. Oh, because I had the six-figure job. You, was, you wanted to look real good. But that's supposed to be me keeping you there. Cause if I'm coming, I'm supposed to bring you down. I'm supposed to keep you at the same level. or take you up. But they it's like, Oh, he's in place now. I don't got to act no more. And then you got some brothers that that's like that too. Um, but they, they, again, we put it all on the line though. Like dummies. Like we are like going in now we can't get out. So when she's saying, <laughs> cause you got some brothers that's in that. Now she telling them, Hey, she telling him how he going to be. Now nah, I'm taking my car. You got to stay in the house. Now he's sitting there with the video game. Yeah, he can't go get a job. But I've seen brothers want a job, can't go get a job unless it's the type of job she want him to have because otherwise he with another chick or something like that, you know. And that was the way how they controlled him. So it works both ways. It's just these standards that we, there's crazy standards that we set for for our community that we got to get out of. People, grown people, need to be able to take care of themselves. Now, that's my message for 2023. wrong that's it. That's it. people and should be able to take create care the of
1: live. Now, but whatever your level is, is,
0: is your level. Nobody should judge right. you
1: exactly. for your level. That's, your level
0: is your level, man or woman. It's it and is. I think
1: that's the problem. Like people try to live up to the Joneses, Joneses. And people do like judge people, you know, based off of maybe what they're wearing or the clothes they have or the car they drive. So
0: what if I'm driving a 92 Honda It's paid for? Yeah, I'm, it's not,
1: yours. I'm not I'm just saying no, you know but it's mean? yours
0: and it's right. yours and that's yeah. and that's okay and, and and again that's what I'm doing now. Yeah you don't know what I'm working on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know what I'm doing, and it's nobody's business. And you know what? More people or less people care than we believe to think so. We we yeah. think that people care about what we're doing and we put ourselves in so much that stress. is true. But a lot of people, like I know, and I had to learn so so I moved, true. I've moved so many times in my life and um my adult life, and um I remember, I realized it's a lot. I moved from Atlanta to South Carolina and a dude was like that, you know, I was cool with, he hit me like, yo, man come out, let's go, you know, we gonna go out, it was like eight months later, I'm like, yo, bro I i, I don't live there no more like, people not paying attention I'm posting on social media and all that stuff, like, it's it's one of those things, man so we gotta focus on what we doing. Don't put ourselves in no crazy situation. Right. Part of my a journey upward was me getting a house that was like super small. You know what I'm saying? I remember my daughter like, "Yo, Daddy, why you ain't got a house like this?" But I got a three thousand square foot building that I'm running this business out of and these mm-hmm. businesses out of. And yeah, that looked it. She didn't understand it then, but now she when right. she can look at it now, like, "Oh, okay, cool." But I had to take that hit. I had to take being Jay Halene, being somebody who people know and still be comfortable in my own skin because I knew I never wanted to be in the position I was beforehand that I wrote yeah. about. So I'm like, forget all of that. I'm, I am only want what I know I can afford no matter. And being a full-time entrepreneur, I got what I knew I can afford no matter what my situation was. If I was going to be up or if I was going to be down, I knew I'd be able to pay my my mortgage. I knew I'd be all right.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: you know, I took that on, on, on the chin. Now that's yeah. a rental property. You know what I mean. Somebody else is in that now. So like, at the end of the day, you you know we have to get think about ourselves, and then the people that's supposed to be around. Like you said, I don't care if they're you know rich, poor. It ain't none of that. If they make you feel good, not just physically with the extracurricular, but like you feel good around them because people miss that friend. In our generation, yeah. c- c- I would call you, in my generation where that friend zone stuff started, like that was a person who really, really would have shot somebody over you, but he or she didn't measure up like that. Like what society post- said it was supposed to be for you. And you curved them and mm-hmm. you wonder why, you know, you're not happy in your situations. Mm-hmm. but Like that person was, it was like, they would have literally did. They would have took their first breath for you. Yeah. If they had the chance to, And that wasn't because they didn't measure up to what society or the community said you should have. And that that was that. So um, I want like whoever's giving you that type of love. You know, what I mean, that's the person that needs to be around you, the person who's making you feel good, (laughs) because you can get the money together, man. Like the money is there and two people can get more money than one person can. So like, yo. Let's get the love, yo. Get somebody around you who really give a damn about what you're doing, yo. And who going to be there when you're not looking so good, you know what I'm saying? And when you, you know, need somebody to wipe your behind, you know what I mean? Like, look at that situation. Because we all go in there. We go from babies and go back to babies. Like, it's, it is what it is. We ain't had no TV. Yeah. No, gonna be, like, who's going to be around and not take off and haul ass then when that happened? Like, who is that? And then you'll start seeing your life change, man. You know, it won't be about nothing else because they ain't going away. You're not worried about all of that. and everybody can get their bread and do what they need to do. I'm done preaching.
1: <laughs> no, you're good. Hey, that's what I'm all about right now. Let's get this money together and the love will come later. Like we'll fall <laughs> in love. We got to get this money now. I, like, it's I, I dig it.
0: I dig it. So I wanted to ask you about you said, you know, um, recently, you know, how long you been going through your divorce? How long is
1: April 15th of last year is when we separated.
0: OK, so did the business contribute to that? That's what I wanted to
1: ask. No, no, not at not at all. OK, um, it was finances. Like literally finances like we were just. Financial trouble.
0: As they say, that's one of the um, number one reasons why marriage is in.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Finances. Yeah. And I, I asked about the business because a lot of times I literally wrote about it in my last book. You know, um, people don't spouses don't understand when the when another spouse becomes an entrepreneur, you know, they're like, what are you doing? You know, everything's all good. And I know you said that you had um, you saw that you was you, you know, you left your job because you saw how things was going and you went into full-time entrepreneurship. You know, like, did that put you in a, a tight spot financially that made you feel a way towards the marriage? Or did he start turning the corner at that point because you ain't not have your bag intact at that time? Do you feel like something like that happened?
1: Well, he did. Like, when I did, I got laid off. There was a point in time where I got laid off right after we got the house. But... <laughs> he had got he had just gotten fired. Okay. he had just gotten fired. He was making a certain a good chunk amount of money um and just gotten fired for pretty much beating up one of his coworkers at work mm. and and then that that is what put us in a financial bind. And even to this day, it's like he doesn't even want to take accountability to that. And I couldn't help myself getting laid off. Who, who who wants to go to work and then, hey, get on this meeting and then boom, you're laid off. We'll give you a severance pay. And then I'm out there in Maybank, Texas, where there's nothing, mm. literally nothing out there but Trump supporters <laughs> and a lake.
0: Wow. <laughs> I don't
1: know, jobs, like the highest paying job out there is just working at Walmart pretty much, making wow. $15 an hour. I applied for um, a bank clerk position and I asked for fifteen dollars an hour. Turned down. Too much. You're asking for too much. Fifteen dollars an hour for a bank clerk? That's reasonable. Wow. But in that town, subway store manager eleven dollars an hour for the store manager?
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I'm
1: not that type of woman. I gotta get out here and make money. So no,
0: I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I know. Again, um, and uh, and. Thank you for being so forthcoming because I, you know, yeah. I know that that's kind of, you know, it's, it's personal, um, but I wanted to I mean, talk that's about the business of my testimony.
1: part. That's part of the tour. Like I'm going to be speaking about it on tour. I'll be speaking about it on my podcast. Actually, before we hopped on here, um, I was actually sitting over on my little couch over there. Actually, I wrote a title to a book. Like, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start from beginning because I have a story to tell even from the beginning of my life uh, up until whenever the book is finished. But yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want you to, um, and, and the shameless plug, but you know, my assistant Tamika, she has her own um, and I sent it to you. She has a, a, she's a book writing coach. That's how I got her yeah. so with my first yeah. book. And um, I, I kidnapped us from that point on, so.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, though. she has a workshop coming up on the first. So you know, if something.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, um, Is it virtual it's, as yep, well? It's virtual. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I, I make sure you get the information. But yeah, it's you know, for me, um, I that's that's one of the things we want to know about the testimony because right, everybody think it's so easy you know everybody thinks so easy like entrepreneurship is like the coolest thing in the world right now and i just remember a time when i was in college and i'm at a black college in south carolina and i had a restaurant i'm like 19 20 years old i got my own restaurant me and my partner me and my homeboy and um they're like oh you you crazy what are you doing You, you you know you go get a job and uh you don't need this and I'm like, why wasn't y'all saying, you know, the same rhetoric now then and supporting me because they're like, you seen this young kid got the, he like, he got the glow right now. So we get behind him, he'd be a millionaire by now, right? But that was never the case. And there wasn't no social media when I was younger like that. It wasn't none of that. So now it's just like the coolest thing in the world. But people are saying, you know, screw the job. And yeah. I was always that person. Until I got knowledge, I was like, man, that job is the easiest thing in the world. Like, cause doing what we do is not no, you know, walking apart. It's 18 yeah. hours a day.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and as opposed to eight hours. Fact. <laughs> you know, and it's so
1: it's non-stop. Like, soon as I wake up, I got to get my morning post out. I got to get that, get that. Okay. If it's not scheduled, I got to get that out. Okay. Now, I've gone back to work, so I had to work my full-time job now get off work gotta okay check the email do this okay get this going get this going now i'm on this podcast i have a meeting even after this <laughs> it's like it's nonstop.
0: stop yes so you you went back to work talk about that decision you know what i mean because yeah. everybody's like fire your boss get rid of yeah. this and all that other stuff what was the decision how did that you know what, what did you where were you at when you made the decision to say hey i'm gonna go back to work but still run my company
1: you know, the the main reason why I need to and have to go back to work, honestly, is just to push through this divorce. Once I get through this divorce, I'm not in a, like a financial position to just up and quit my job, but I'm in a mental position to up and quit to be able to drive my brand to get the funds and resources and money in that I really need to be making. But I do need the time, like honestly, starting this position, like it's taken a lot of the hours that I used to spend working on my brand. And I'm like, dang, trying to crunch in a lot of stuff now. But um, yeah, I just, I really need to just get past this divorce. And once I'm past that, everything's at a standstill. My finances, I can't buy anything. I can't invest. Like that's why marriage is like, you really have to marry the right person and i know it's it's like the right person like is there such thing as that no no, you really there isn't but you really have to bet that person you really have to like spend time like learn their habits figure out their finances have that conversation like what if this happened like it really just a lot of work
0: into, to marriage. It, it it definitely is. But at the same time, it's like I said, it's no, it's not no perfect person. You, we all just No, It's not a perfect hair.
1: person.
0: I'm just saying perfect person for you, period. Like mm-hmm. people think like this find that perfect match It's not such thing. It's if, if you're a hundred percent and that right. person's a hundred percent, you guys are in a position to handle the BS that right. life is going to give you. That's right. all. That's all it is. Like yeah. you know, you can train the greatest soldier and send them to war, and they still lose. You know what I mean? Like, so you just gotta be in tip top shape for this thing called marriage. You know, like mm-hmm. you gotta be prepared for the fight. Same like entrepreneurship. That's like the right. marriage. It's more like having a child. And it is. <laughs> you gotta be in that position. So I wanted to, you know, elaborate on the going back to work situation and also being encourage you. I would if I'm you, because I believe our people have to get past the point of we have enough and look for more than enough. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I I, I created a partnership. Well, I, I forged a partnership with a young lady out in, uh, she's way older than me, but I call her young lady out mm-hmm. in San Diego. And that's what got me to the West coast. And her testimony is that she started, she worked, I mean, she started and sold six businesses for millions of dollars and the whole time. She did that. She was working her job. She retired when she left, when she sold the last business and she's still in business because that's how we got partnered up. You know I mean? She has a a firm where they do funding for entrepreneurs. However, she has a nonprofit arm because she found out that it's hard to get these people funding and not prepared for the funding. So Mm -hmm. this is where the education portion comes in that. And me being a full-time coach and trainer, things of that nature, was able to create a nice um, partnership. But I was intrigued by her because we get so caught up in that. I think the sister wanted a comfortable life. She didn't want the struggle. And in right. my second book, I talk about that. I'm like, that's the first principle. It's called You Won't Start with Key Principles of Entrepreneur Development. The first principle is hustle while you work. You know, right. like I think your pivot, and it might be better, but I think your pivot right now and in the next 12 months is to a job that's doing what you want to do, like what you're doing for yourself. Mm-hmm. To a company that's paying you to do what you're doing for yourself, so that not only the money, because the money comes. And when I talk to people about career development now, I said, when you go in, we had to approach jobs the wrong way. We had approach jobs about money. Don't worry about the money. You're right. The right job that's going to, if you know what the right job looks like, it's the job that you want to learn something from. Then, mm-hmm. secondarily, is <laughs> it's, it's room for growth. Now, when you got more knowledge, you got more growth. Money follows that. Right. But once you Mm -hmm. calm yourself out of that job, meaning you've grown as far as you can go in that place, you're ready to go Mm -hmm. off into business because not only do you have the knowledge, but you have connections. You Mm -hmm. actually know how this works. So when you step out, it's so easy for you to do what you're doing. You know, the people that you're trying to meet right now, it might be a major magazine because you kicking ass doing what you're doing by yourself. In Texas, that's like, yo, come rock with us. And I got that bag for you. you're doing it for them but you got your own situation your tour you know i mean it's they're not doing the tour you're doing the tour so you got your tour and your tour is going smoothly even tyler perry worked until his plays popped off you know what i'm saying like we got to stop telling our people to leave the comfort you know our passion is an uncontrollable emotion just like love and your passion is like your driver's license you don't show it all damn day you keep it with you but you pull it out when you need to. That's the thing that gets you over the crazy times, but you don't need passion to make, like passion is what makes you leave the job, but you don't feel that same way two days later, or especially once you missed that damn check the first time, like all the passion went out the window at that point. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like the passion is what made you say, I'm getting a divorce, like, because it's a crazy decision. You know what I'm saying? You're like, all right, I'm done. And, you know, you got to be something greater than you to make these crazy decisions. But those have never been um, situations you're supposed to stay in. Those are not permanent positions you're supposed to stay in. Love will make you kill somebody. You're not always supposed to be in that space. Sometimes the person you with, you supposed to just be tolerating. Sometimes it's duty. Sometimes it's obligation. Sometimes it's it's, it's your integrity. You said that You're keeping your word. Then sometimes it's love. You know what I mean? Like, love is going to make you wipe their behind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause you got to get through that portion, you know what I mean? But all that stuff comes to an end. Cause once you get a cycle, maybe you can get somebody else to start doing it. But when they can't wipe their behind and you don't even understand why this is happening, that's a love going to get you through that. Yeah. Passion gonna get you through that, but now you can get a cycle. So I just, hopefully I'm able to pour into you and say you, you doing what you're supposed to be doing. Now the pivot is not to go back to the struggle, Go to somebody who seeing what you're doing, seeing your work. Somebody's in a way better space than you, and let them know how you can be of service to them, and get that bag from them, learn from them, right. from them, and then step off and do your do your own thing, a hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. I love it. I absolutely agree with that. I do.
0: Yeah. I do. yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I always find a reason to coach somebody.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But no, yeah. that's I need to hear that. Yeah. 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 But I I wanted to give it specifically to you because at the end of the day, you know, um, people are following you and I'm paying attention, you know, what I'm saying yeah. people following you. And so when you go do your talk, yeah. you do your speeches, you know what I mean? Like, I want you to be clear. I want you to be crystal clear. You know, I don't want you to be like, I'm trying to figure it out. And it's cool. And it's gangster to be able to say that comfortably because people don't like I don't know. is like some of the three dopest words that you can say. But too many people got pride and don't know how to say I don't know. But you don't have to stay in that space. You can know. You know what I mean? You can yeah. know what time it is. And somebody's about to make a decision to get divorced or lose their job, leave their job, or do something, go into entrepreneurship. And you can help them right where you are. You don't have to get 500,000 in the bank to help them. You can help them right where you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yep. saying? You already seem to be doing that. So it's no better time than like the present to get that information so that you can be more clear on your message. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Of course, of course. Let's talk about the tour. Let's talk about the tour. So how, how did that come up? So
1: how
0: did the, come
1: tour, the women with purpose tour actually came about uh, through the magazine, like everything kind of spawned off of each other. Um, and I was interviewing an entrepreneur um, and she wanted to uh, do more speaking engagements on financial literacy. And um, so that that is what I do. I'm a pusher. Like I like to push people. You tell me you want to do something, I'll do some research and send it to you to help you find a way to get it done, or I'll push you to get it done. And so um, I didn't even tell her. I just she's in Texarkana. That's where I'm from, too. Um, So I didn't even tell her. I, I called the venue up in Texarkana, and I booked it. I didn't even tell her I booked it. Um. After I had booked it, I gave her a call and I said, hey, we're going to set a date. You're going to speak. We're going to host an event. And from there, we're just going to see where this rolls on, if we can do it again and again. And so um, she was locked in. Like, OK, cool. We're going to do it. So we set a date. We're like, what are we going to name it? What are we going to call it? What are we going to do? Like, well, let's, let's start. Now we got the ideas to start rolling in. And so um, actually she and I together, we came up with Women With Purpose Tour. And from there, we just hosted our first event. Um, We got some other ladies involved. Um, We hosted our second event. Um, Some ladies left, some other ladies joined. We hosted our third event. Now here in March, 2023, at the International Bowling Museum, we're gonna be hosting our fourth event. So um, I'm super excited. We've got a whole new lineup of guest speakers. Um, I don't know if y'all can, are we on like camera or is this the yeah, radio?
0: Yeah, what you trying, no, we on camera.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know if y'all can see the flyer, but that's the I flyer. I yep, back there. You yep, I can see it. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the Women With Purpose Tour, again, it's it's an empowerment tour for women entrepreneurs. Um, our, my goal and our goal is to um, motivate and inspire and just help the next woman start, grow, and scale their brand. And yeah. so that's what we do. So this coming up tour, um, we've got a grant writing presentation. We've got a sales masterclass presentation. I'm going to be talking about influencer marketing. I'm going to be giving out influencer marketing templates. Um, we're kind of doing more of a conference theme. Um, the first couple of tours, we were doing more like vendor base, um, which we'll still have vendors, uh, but it'll be more upscale, more conference, dinner. Um, more raffles. Um, we'll be giving back to uh, a particular brand. This um, this actually coming up event will be the first time we'll be doing like a $300 give back. And I call it an LLC funds because yeah. I want them to put it towards starting a brand. Yeah. So um, that's something we're going to just start putting in play um, every event from here on out. And um, I'm looking forward to this one. Like, um, we went to see the venue yesterday and oh my gosh, if you are ever in Texas soon again, whatever, go to the International Bowling Museum.
0: As soon as I Either get my you. invite, you know, and I, you know, as I get my invite.
1: You can come out anytime.
0: Oh man. You know, I need, I need an invite. I can't just, I don't just pop up at people. House.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can pop up. Come on. Come on to Texas. <laughs>
0: Listen. What is I like a woman Vegas with purpose? though. I
1: need to get down there.
0: Are you coming? What? what what's a What's a woman with purpose to you? What, give me Give me the definition of a woman with purpose.
1: Oh, a woman with purpose is a woman with confidence. A woman who steps out and who starts and achieves anything she wants to. Right. A woman with purpose is a woman who inspires the next woman. You know, like we inspire other women to to go out and just to be who they want to be. Where would they want to wear? Even with me in the boudoir photography, that's a woman with purpose. Me stepping out and not being afraid to be who I am, to show who I am. Like that's a woman with purpose.
0: What what made you um decide to participate? I mean, cuz a lot of people that's in front of behind the camera don't usually jump in front of it. So, um You want
1: me to be honest? It was like going through this divorce, like like being in such a hurt place. I took those photos for my 36th birthday. And after that, I was like, yeah. (sighs) I found what, how Stella got her brew back.
0: (laughs) So who did your shots?
1: Oh my God, I am beautiful. Look at me. Let me honestly after that like my confidence went through the roof
0: Who like, did just shots?
1: myself in that intimate setting and that's why i highly encourage every woman like every woman out there to have at least one boudoir session in her lifetime because that was my first one and like i literally cried when i saw my photos and my confidence is just like boom and after that say hey, you want me to pose okay <laughs>
0: Who, who did your show? Who did your shoot?
1: Calvin Brown photography in Fort Worth.
0: Okay. All right. And so you was comfortable with letting the gentleman do your photos. So. Oh
1: yeah, I was, I was. And I wanted to elaborate on that too. Um, Cause you're right. Like that a lot of women would prefer um, a female to shoot them in that intimate setting. But what I highly encourage is just to find a photographer period that you trust if you're going to shoot in that intimate setting, because he's the only one I would probably book with to ever shoot me in that intimate setting, um, unless he's like a Michael Sasser or something like a, a well, or, or Jay
0: Haline you know. <laughs> or Jay Haline, you know,
1: or Jay Haline, you know. But yeah, so I trust him.
0: Yeah, that's and cool.
1: so that's why I stick with him. And so for any woman who ever wanted to shoot. Um, there may not be any female photographers around. There might be just a male, but find someone that you trust and just stick with that person.
0: And I would also say bring, you know, being a photographer, um, you know, we never stop being mm-hmm. you know, I haven't been shooting. Bring somebody with you. That's all. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah like, definitely. It's, it's it's you know, when you start understanding it's, highly it's work, you know, like just bring somebody with you. Yeah. Um, you know. Because not only do they become a safety net, but also they they're in a, um, a cheerleading team. You got your team. Right. you know. You're not yep. doing that. I've done it a few times. Um, it was just too hard for me to, you know, get people to, you know, to do it on a consistent basis. On how I wanted to make the money on um, mm-hmm. where I was, but I've done it, and I've always actually they didn't have somebody. I brought somebody. I've never done that That's type of team by my own on my own. That's so. Smart. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't tell nobody else to do it either. Like, and yeah. and it wasn't always like a setup as a. Oh, is this is a boudoir shoot? I've had women get crazy on me. Like, you know, like hold up. I was thinking about doing something with my clothes off. I'm like, hold on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead because I, you know, I never want no smoke like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. From that perspective. So it was always just bring somebody with you. If, if yeah. a photographer right. should bring somebody or you. Bring somebody, like I said, you get um twice as fun. Like long as there ain't gonna be no buzz kill, you know they can help you get dressed, change clothes. They can be a cheerleading squad. You know what I'm saying? Just don't bring your dude. You know, what I mean? you <laughs> definitely know? not. Yeah. Now I did definitely one. Not. I did one like that. My um my home girl I went to college with, and I was in Atlanta, and her, her her baby father was there, but he was cool. Like he wasn't he wasn't tripping, but um at the end of the day, it was still. Awkward though him being there, you know what I'm saying? And um, uh, he was kind of looking, you know, some type of way at first, you know, because I'm like, hey, we in it, we ain't gonna play around with it. But then later on, he was the one he hit me before she did. Like when I sent her images, he was like, Oh, I just gotta tell you, you did a great job, man. You real professional. <laughs> you know, what I'm now you give but, me my props, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. But yeah, it's it's an uncomfortable situation. But try not to bring your significant other. <laughs> bring your own girl or somebody else who can keep their composure and go from there. So yeah, that's, that's dope. That's dope. So I told you in the beginning what my acronym stands for stand tall and reclaim victory every day. So what does that mean to you when you hear that acronym stand tall and reclaim victory every day?
1: Oh man, I can definitely relate that to, to what I'm personally going through now. Like, you know, just like no matter what you are going through, you know, just push through and stand tall just you know you have to find that balance like for me it's finding that balance once you find that balance between literally work life home all that like stand tall in it like find it hold it like that that is also my message for 2023 it's like taking life by the neck and grabbing a hold of it <laughs> I'm in control, like taking that control back, you know, no matter what your circumstances are, take control over it, stand tall.
0: And yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, for me, especially as an entrepreneur, people ask me about my work life balance. I say, it's no such thing. You know, it's no such thing as a work life balance. Entrepreneurship is my lifestyle. You know, this is what we do. You know, when you talk about my children, they're like, Oh man, so how do you do that with your kids? My kids have been around my business from day one. You know, it's right. so funny. I remember my son being born and I'm in my office space, and um it was a lot, you know, it was one of those joints. I just got like a room, and there's a bunch of other offices down there. And he used to be crawling down the hallway and to where he is now, about to be 10 years old. He's like, that's all he knows. They see buildings yeah. and they say, hey, Daddy, you can get that space to do this. Or, blah, 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 blah. My daughter, she has two books and, you know, and she has her own nonprofit. Like, this is a lifestyle. So if I'm going for two that weeks, that's, they, they know that daddy's working. They know what time it is. It's not yeah. no thing as a work-life balance when it comes to this. You have to make this into a lifestyle. And that's mm-hmm. the only way you can actually do, live that Um, acronym, especially as an entrepreneur, stand tall and reclaim victory every day because it doesn't matter what your business plan looks like. Your business plan always going to say, I'm going to start here at zero and I'm going to go straight to the top and get a million. No, it's squiggly lines all the way around you. All the way around. It's bumps, it's bruises, it's traffic start on the road. You yeah, might have to start all the way over. Yeah, it's traffic on the road. You done blew out a time. Right. You done did all type of stuff. Yeah. You, you know, exactly. somebody else crashed that affected your crash. Like, uh, yeah. it made you crash. and made you be stuck. None of this stuff is straight to the point. And yeah. when people stop getting that BS, you know, and that's both BS's, the bullshit and the belief system that they could just get from point A to point B and stop listening to people tell them that, the most thing you do, the thing you need to have as a characteristic as an entrepreneur is flexibility. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to stand tall and reclaim victory every day because standing tall means that something's pushing you down. So that means that's a fight. You know, reclaiming victory means that you lost at some point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're fighting every day to keep where you are, your spot solidified, doing this. And it's a lifestyle. There's no way you, it's no going home from working. You're not taking that with you. You're taking it with you. Your kids are taking it with you. And I believe that all entrepreneurs should retire at some point because you have, that's the only way you're going to turn it off. So, but if you choose this life, you're going to have to understand how to live by that mantra and that acronym, stand tall and reclaim victory every day because every day you have to stand up no matter how hard you got your ass kicked yesterday. You know? Right. You're to fight again every single day. Your wins aren't even your wins because you're still protecting it. Once you, you can get a $10 million windfall, good luck keeping it. Good luck keeping My it.
1: My friend always says that you can have the bag, but it's all about maintaining the yeah. bag. Good yep. luck
0: keeping it. And that, that's the part of the that reclaiming the victory every mm-hmm. day. Somebody, something is always coming for. You think that train that just derailed twice, two trains derailed in Ohio in two weeks. That's a business. That's still a business. No matter if it is a billion dollar business, that's a business that was not thinking about the CEO sitting in front of Congress right now, you know, talking about spills and the money that they're gonna have to pay for that and insurance and all that other stuff. Southwest just in, our own, in, what's that, December, going through what they went through with, you know, all their planes down for a while and people were stuck out here in Vegas, like literally stuck out here, couldn't do anything because of Southwest, they did not put that. That was not in the plan in January 1, 2022. Mm-hmm. That happened during the holidays. You know, between right. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Ain't no way in hell. You know, but they're still here. They're still a business. They're going to be kicking out a bunch of money. They're going to be paying a bunch of fines. They're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff and still trying to do business tomorrow. So what makes you think, besides the people that's lying to you on social media, that you just going to get up Decide you're going to be a business owner. Then you're going to be a millionaire in no time.
1: Tomorrow, right? (laughs) I don't know why people think that.
0: (laughs) Because that's what they're telling them. And it's more of that than us telling the real. So this is where this platform comes from. Yeah. You know, this is where this platform comes from because that burnt me up listening to, and I love him now, but I hated Eric Thomas. I don't know him personally. Like they hate him. But, like, I hated the message because it was always the rah, rah, rah. You, you want to sleep more than you want to get. I'm like, people need to sleep. Why are you saying people shouldn't sleep? You know what I'm saying? Like, then I found out that he is, is not, it's not sleep. It's a discipline. Meaning, he, mm-hmm. I found he goes to bed at 7 o'clock in the morning, I mean, at night, to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning to record those videos. Right, yep. Not and that, no, you know, we do that. If you, if you go work at FedEx, that's what you got to do, right? So, like, yeah. People can understand that, but that's not what sells tickets. What sells tickets is that I'm Superman. I don't have to sleep. You, you weak as hell. You can't You have to sleep. And I can go ahead and sell all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm not the person that, that goes towards that. I need the real. What did you yeah. have to go through? You know, what, what, what thing did you come up with? And I'm always like, if I don't see it, I'm going to create it. So I didn't see people talking about that. I didn't see people wanting to hear the real stories. And not tabloid, but just true, like, look, I'm winning, but this is what I had to go through to win. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Like, I had to go back to work. Everybody ain't just leave their job. You know what I mean, liars I done ran into, jokers that got real six-figure jobs, and they ain't arguing with real business owners that don't got a job. <laughs> I don't want you on my, like, you might be making a bunch of money, but I don't want you on my show. Yeah. You're not fit for this, because you don't know what standing tall and reclaiming victory looks like. You didn't go through anything. Right. So you don't, you're not, you're not fit for this right here. You know, you're not fit for this. Cause this is for, this is a, a niche that's niche is very clear. The people who went through something who are willing to tell these individuals so that they know that it's not easy, but they can make it not a lottery ticket. No, you actually do what I say do and you can actually win.
1: That's
0: That's what we're doing. So that's what I saw in you. That's why you got the invite.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy I can still, you know, I am an inspiration because I've been getting a lot of messages, uh, a lot of emails and just people just pouring into the tour. Like I'm just so inspired and people telling me their stories. And, you know, it's just for me to have founded this tour and to have women message me with their stories in a time where I'm my most vulnerable, they don't all know, like everybody don't know, you know, what I'm going through. But to see that and to be able to really like, there were times where I cried, like, I'm hurting right there with you sis, like, I feel your pain, I understand. That's what the tour is about for us to be able to come together and just, just tell our stories, speak, share our testimonies, let our voices be heard, And still uplift each other and help each other financially grow.
0: That's, that's the best time
1: though.
0: Yeah. I can tell you something, that's the best time.
1: Yeah.
0: Our people really have this all or nothing mentality, meaning like, if I don't have all I think I should have, then I'm not going to do anything. Right. This is the time for you to perform and get out there and showcase what you, what you got right Mm -hmm. now. They're never gonna get a real of you. You know what I'm saying? They're never gonna get a real of you. And and that's okay because in two years, three years, when you're up, it's not for you to give them that. That's you've, you you should have created somebody else through this tour to be giving them that. Yeah. And you're living by the, the people who have been, you know, affected by you positively. Like I remember three years ago, I was talking and I was crying with them and everything like that. And now even if you are crying, it's tears of joy because you know what? It was just three mm-hmm. of us doing that. Now it was 30 of, of us doing that. Now mm-hmm. it's was 300 of us that's doing that right now. The same thing I was doing by myself or with one or two other people. And I'm crying because of that. Not because, you know, I was going through what I'm going through. I'm I'm not still going through that no more. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what that happened. looks like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, you know, I think that that's what. Again, hearing that like this is the time, not because not when you already got it up, when you're trying to figure it out. You mm-hmm. know, because you are vulnerable, you are learning. Because that that means you can actually tell somebody the real testimony. Yeah, what that looks like. You know what I mean? I know exactly. If somebody telling me, "Oh man, I, my car got repossessed." Yeah, I did too. Two of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got the notice on my door too. Yeah, this date right here. I was you know, I was 32 years old when it happened. Like. I wasn't hmm. no, you know, I wasn't no kid that just messing up. No, I was 30 something years old when I got the notice on my door. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was a real thing. So at the end of the day, you're in the right space. Now, I'm, a, I'm I got to end this on a, on a on a on a more funny note. What made you take pity on us brothers and say, you know, we got to do something for them too?
1: Oh. <laughs> you know that's don't say it like that. <laughs> um because, you know, um if women with purpose um, we can't go through life as women with purpose if our men don't have purpose too. Not like not, not that men don't have purpose, but we have to inspire them to step out in their purpose, is what I'm saying. And so that. um it it definitely is needed. Um, because there are a lot of women empowerment groups. I mean, they're going on every day. There's probably one this weekend, mm-hmm. but there probably isn't any men empowerment groups. Probably not one until the end of the year. I don't know. I don't see them. Yeah. And so um, that is what the men's tour is about. And I also want to elaborate on that um, because um, we want to kind of separate them too. The men's tour will be more uh, focused on mental health, more, more focused on the brotherhood, the camaraderie. Um, not that men don't need help in business. That portion will still be there. But we all know men still dominate corporate America. Men are still making more money than women. That's not a secret. And so for the men's tour, I want that as the founder to be more focused on mental health, the mental health of our men and our young boys, and just focus on that. And so that way we can all come together as one unity and just be men and women with purpose.
0: I think that that's amazing. And I'm glad that you know, again, we talked about it earlier, but I'm glad that you are um, had the presence of mind to, to help us brothers out and um, had that identification of, you know, what we're, we're missing in the community because we all have a, a unique space. One thing I do—it's yeah, not exactly. more so pushing back on, but just saying, especially for our community because I love my community. So I'm—I yeah. got love for everybody at the same time. I love my community. Right we're not making more money than no. y'all. So let's just, let's listen. Like, we're, we're, no, listen to Listen to me what I'm saying. Listen to me. You I'm mean
1: saying. black men?
0: Yes, black men. Like, listen to what I'm saying. And then more importantly than, than that, we're not giving ourselves jobs. You know what I mean? Because I got to get our sisters, because a lot of sisters follow you. I got to get our sisters to understand that. Tyrone is not giving out $100,000 jobs. You know what I'm saying? Billy is. So because Tyrone got the $100,000 job and you didn't get it, it's not Tyrone's fault. You get with Tyrone and y'all kick Billy's ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have $100,000 jobs to give. We're all out here getting them, trying to get them, right? And so if they choose to give it to Tyrone over you, I don't want that to come back home to us like Tyrone wronged you. Cause a lot of sisters like, Oh, well brothers is making more money. I'm like, it ain't even that many of us, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like we are in jail, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're the lowest, uh, you know, far as population wise, far as men. So out of Hispanic men, white men, any kind of men, it ain't it we got the least amount, then the, the, the amount that's in jail, the amount that's, you know, doing their own thing. When you talk about jobs how many of us really by the numbers are out there to say we're making so much more money now, men. Yes. Men, meaning all men. That's what, that's what I mean. But we, <laughs> we, we don't, we, we don't come home to that. We come home to y'all making more money. Like Tyrone, like, nah, man, I just came out the damn sewer hole. I ain't making that much money. Like I'm over here trying to clean. up on this construction job. Like I ain't getting that bag like that. You know what I'm saying? So y'all are the most educated individuals on on this um in this um country, black sisters. Yes. So y'all have a way to get to the top, and y'all are making the money. Y'all not making more than white men, but just know that that's not Tyrone's fault. I just call that's our brother. You know, our brother Tyrone. It's not. It's not. Our, it's not his fault. And he <laughs> would make that money if he had the opportunity to. But it, but so if, that's
1: what the men's tour is about. Yes. So, like that—that's why it's so important to have the men's tour, so we can position men to be more black men. And and both of the tours, uh, I have to say this: both of the tours, it's not like it's open nationality. Yeah. So I'm talking about people as a whole. But if we're specifically, you are not talking about black people, then yes, that is what you know part of the tour is about is. Fighting that recidivism because we do have an entrepreneur that's joining the tour who advocates for that, who owns Meta Association and that is, advocates for mental health and fighting that recidivism. So it's like we're getting there when the tour gets started. The men's tour is definitely going in that direction to where we're going to be uplifting a lot of our men and putting them also in position to have their own business and positions of power and
0: leadership. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And this is with the job situation. Now the brothers and sisters are kicking butt with the entrepreneurship or more. So I call it self-employment and that's fine. And that's, that's just free enterprise. You know what I mean? So whoever makes more money, it's not a, nobody's holding nobody back, but we heard this rhetoric for so many years with our sisters. And this goes back to before you and I were even born, you know, um, when they were burning bras and it wasn't us. You know, it, it was that, that, they was them young ladies, them, them um, Caucasian sisters was mad at their their dudes. You know what I'm saying? And they just didn't say white women. They said women, and y'all said, "Yeah, I'm a woman," and y'all got with them, <laughs> and then y'all brought down home Tyrone and us, and like you know, and we we ain't got we never had anything to do with that. No, because we was never the beef. Like we was net like the beef was even the white woman's beef was with us, not with y'all, because they said. Think about it. They said y'all called y'all a hundred years ago. Y'all called them monkeys and now y'all let them vote before we did. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Cause y'all still couldn't vote either. Right. But it was the, their husbands who passed the law and said that black men can vote the monkeys, the animals, the slaves can vote before them before their wives. And they had beef because of that. They were beefing with their men. Not y'all. Cause we were good. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get us back to being good together. Like so, But we can't be that be good if we don't really know who we are. And we're still living the yeah. line saying that we're taking something. Yeah, they are, maybe. I'm not going to fight that. We'll find that out together. We need to. But Tyrone ain't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he don't have it to take. You know, yeah. what I mean? he he don't have it to take. There ain't too many black dudes in this country that have a business enough to be able to hand out a hundred thousand dollar jobs. And if he handed them out, it ain't many, right? That's just reality. And so, when you lost that six figure job, did Tyrone take it, or was it given to him, or was he did he give it out? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? It was somebody else. So we 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 are on the same team. And that's what I, I want. And I'm, and I'm I'm grateful to know that you're starting that off and saying, that's why I say, mm-hmm. what, what made you uh, have pity on us? Because we don't, we don't, we don't do it. I We we don't have those empowerment scenarios like we need to. You guys. No, don't.
1: y'all don't. Uh, see, a woman still has to step in and do this for you. I, I, I agree.
0: I agree wholeheartedly. Y'all need to be involved in everything. I'm a part of a fraternity. I'm a, I'm a sigma. Every time we had something on our own, it would be looking crazy. As soon as we add the zetas over there, it start that thing start coming around. But literally, but I do have.
1: recognize though that as a woman and being a founder of a men's tour, I I I need dedicated men to join the tour with me, like Say that. yourself.
0: Say that I, I, do. You.
1: I do, I do, I really do, because it's gonna take men to speak to men. My job okay. is just to bring the men together but the men have to speak to the men. I, I I will not be speaking on the men's tour, but to maybe introduce, pop in. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Oh, you
0: gotta be in there. You gotta be in there. We look, we don't move for each other. We move for y'all. So, you know, you yeah. gotta be in the mix. Yeah, you have your brothers who are gonna speak, but you definitely gotta be in the mix and you sprinkling a couple of those other good sisters in there. So that that thing can work the way it's supposed to work, because well, you know-
1: my goal is to my goal is to do it like that this year to have them um, like a coexist on the tours to introduce everything. But next year, my goal is to the men maybe have their event on one day and we have ours on another day or at the same time but different venues, um, just to kind of really just give it that that women's tour and the men's tour so the men can follow and then the women can follow but we're all kind of following together because yeah. we'll be in the same cities the same states you know
0: i love it i love it thank you so much i know yeah. we um you got some things to do but let everybody know how to um how they can go ahead and sign up and the website yeah. and all the information that they need to know right now
1: yeah well we're always looking for guest speakers and vendors so you can go to our website all the information is on our website. Get speaker submission information, vendor information. It's all on our website, pricing, everything. So you can go to our website. Please subscribe to our website. Um, shout out to all of the people that have been um, following the tour. We're getting a lot more subscribers. So please subscribe to our website um, because um, I've set up our email marketing to just blast out information to you guys on our next tour dates. Um, like I said, we got one coming up in... June, we've got one coming up in September. The next year, you and I are collaborating, so I'm excited.
0: <laughs> Vegas, yeah, I know. I'm looking Vegas. forward to it, and I, I would love to take you to South Carolina as well. I got a, I got a healthy community of men that's there. Um, that 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 will come out and do what needs to be done. Um, oh so, yeah. Um, I think it'd be a great look out there so yeah, yeah nah, I, I think this is dope y'all you know you're looking at this you'll see all the stuff on the screen go ahead and subscribe and make sure that you support when she's coming through a town near you and if you got exactly. something going in it, your town, yeah. <laughs> reach out to her so y'all can collaborate and bring it there if it's not there you know stop trying to create stuff on your own somebody's already doing it yeah. you know what i'm saying so just you know make that partnership, make that alliance, bring her, bring on there, let her bring her system over there to you and y'all rock out and just keep it going. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you to come out this way. Now I'm going to, they heard you cause you've been recorded saying that I got an open invite to, to Texas. So when I come and pull up, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear anything like, Oh, well, you know, you should have called ahead and like, look, I'm here. <laughs> I'm at DFW. Come with the I'm appetite. That's
1: all I ask. Come with the appetite.
0: Oh, I ain't look. That's that's a, that's light work right there. <laughs> I love to work. eat.
1: Come with appetite. We're going to a restaurant.
0: Hey, that's light work. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> Y'all heard it first. Look, I told you it was going to be an amazing episode, and it's usually because I have amazing people. Again, Starve Talk is about individuals who are willing to share their real story, real testimony about standing tall and reclaiming victory every day if you have that type of testimony i hope that you were able to connect with her today look she's doing some amazing things in spite of what's going on in her lifetime right now and again you just can't think of how many people on social media that you listen to right now that then put the makeup on got in front of the lights and put on and then, you know, that makeup is hiding around hiding the black eye, or that makeup mm-hmm. is hiding, you know, they, they they position the situation because they they don't they don't have a place to sleep. They it's it's they're going through something. Yeah. And not knowing that it's a community out here that's actually there for them, that's that's the one willing to love on them, willing to be there for them, and most importantly, willing to encourage them because that consistent encouragement through a crisis is what we need because we gonna we probably had multiple crises and they and we ain't have the last one but how do you stay encouraged through every crisis that's what we want to do and the way to do that is stand tall and reclaim victory every day this has been your boy Jay Halim Sabrina you made the show look a little bit better today thank you so much for coming <laughs> Thank to know. you and I appreciate you and we will connect again offline so we can talk about a bunch of stuff so you know
1: oh yeah plenty. you know how we
0: get down so we do right. but until next time look go to com. Go to the Star of Talk YouTube page. Connect, subscribe, see when this show comes out. Tell us what you think about it, and stay connected with me. Peace.